0: back and we back
1: and we back and we back and we back and we back. and we back hey this ain't no intro it's the
0: entree. hit that
1: intro. i'm nevada basketball's jordan caroline and you listen to pac center
2: voice of pac center garrett hershberg here with my co-host kevin Finkler. kevin how are you doing
1: i'm doing fantastic how are you doing garrett
2: it feels good to be back in the studio for yet another year of Nevada Athletics. Now, the last time we were on the airwaves was when Cody and Caleb announced they were coming back, and that was a truly special episode.
1: Oh, definitely it was, man. I'm still hyped up about that decision.
2: And we know that people are stoked for the upcoming basketball season, but before that, we have football, soccer, and volleyball to cover before that anticipated November 6th game against BYU. We have a very special store for you, but before that, uh, this episode of Pack Center is brought to you by Evoke Fitness. If you are in the Reno area and looking for a new gym, Evoke Fitness is your place to go. On September 10th, Evoke Fitness is starting yet another 30-day challenge where the goal is to complete more than 35 classes during the time frame and lose the most body fat while improving your endurance. To look at times and classes, go to evokefit.com, that's evoke.com fit.com. By participating in the challenge, you get access to all the trainers at Evoke Fitness plus a, plus a free t-shirt, which is nice. If you sign up from now until September 4th, it is one low price, but after the 4th, the price goes up. If you mention Pac Center while signing up, you will receive 10% off. Let's start off with football. Now, I know football has not had as much popularity as basketball per se, but what do you think? what do you think athletics can do to increase the hype for the upcoming football season
1: you know it's 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 kind of a difficult situation obviously one of the biggest factors is the football team's gotta improve um they gotta they gotta improve and when they're winning you know the Wolfpack fans are definitely gonna be getting out there and you know attending the games obviously we're in that downtime. I think it's almost like a pendulum it's time to swing um from away from the bad side back to the good side you know a couple of years ago we had cap and we were successful and we were ranked and we're going to bowls, whatever. And then, you know, now we're just at the point where we're kind of struggling a little bit. So that's, that's, that's number one, what they can do. Number two, what they can do. uh, I think they got to market the heck out of these games. Um, I know basketball, that's what they do. Uh, you've got the you got the must bus down there and Lawler. Um, if they incorporate something else similar to that, um, you know, incorporate the coach or, you know, maybe a star player's name. We'll get a I know we got a student section, but we get our little own little section for those die-hard football fans. That'll definitely work. Um, besides that, it's uh, like I said, it just goes back to improving the team as much as we can, I think with the university improving like it is in all other aspects academically and the basketball team and the hype we're getting nationally. We're gonna get a lot more recruits coming for football-wise and that'll definitely turn things around. Um, Obviously, it's just marketing. Uh, I know they're struggling right now. The athletic director yesterday in an interview talked about how the athletics is actually struggling right now payment-wise and the only one making money right now is the basketball team. Um, So they got they got to step up their game, and it it definitely starts off down there on the field.
2: And with football, it is unlike any sport we see because, like, when when football plays a big time school, we get paid a lot of money. In the past, when we played Notre Dame, Texas A and M, we've received millions of dollars playing these schools. And so I think, unlike basketball, like where there's not as big as a payout, I think if football were to play some of these big, some more bigger schools, we would get more money to help that deficit
1: no definitely that that is a big big step is you know scheduling those games and I think we are starting to schedule this game especially in the early uh 2020 and 2021 season we're scheduling a lot of big schools going on right now um I know for basketball wise at least on the women's side I remember last year when we played Yukon that the law lo- lawler was packed to the brim with everybody a for because we had a returning you know girl on the Yukon team coming back home to play Um, But also the fact that, you know, you're playing these big, really, really big schools and these students are coming out thinking, you know, I actually get to see a Notre Dame or I get to see an Alabama. Not that I think Alabama is ever going to play us, but it's the fact that, you know, it brings that appeal, whether, you know, we get our butts kicked on the field or not. It definitely does bring in that crowd. And once you get them in the door like that, they're kind of hooked. So I think it definitely starts with scheduling those big schools like you're talking about. That'll help us out money wise and attendance wise as well.
2: Yeah, but don't you think it's kind of hard for a big-time football program to come to Nevada, especially with travel?
1: No, travel is definitely a big issue. A lot of the big-time schools are not on the East Coast like they are. I think if we work it with basketball having such a success and the athletic department gets good with these big schools and their athletic departments and start scheduling it a lot more efficiently – It'll work out in our favor. I'm not saying this is going to turn around in the next season or two, but eventually down the line, if we get these big name schools, we start off school with some mid major schools and work our way up. We can eventually get to the point where we used to be with you know Kaepernick and breaking uh, records when it comes to attendance. But as it is right now, we got to just focus on winning those games.
2: Now you mentioned that the upcoming schedules and just looking at it, the 2018 schedule is already set and. Mm-hmm. If you don't know it, we'll we'll get to it in a bit. But in 2019, the non-conference schedule is already set where we host Purdue, which is a Big Ten school, pretty big name. We uh, go to Oregon, and then it kind of drops off there. Mm -hmm. And then 2020, we travel to Penn State and then to Southern Florida. Now, I get Penn State is a big-time program, but I just feel like if we travel to these top ten ranked teams early on in the season— it might not be as successful as if we played them later and we get the identity of this team. Granted that this is in 2020 and we don't know who's going to be still on this team. Yeah. But it, it's also these big time money makers like sure I I think Nevada aren't going to win these games, but but it also can hurt your confidence going in. Like look at like what happened last year when we played Washington State. We got our, we got killed. Yeah. And so it I don't know if it's It's helpful, but then I don't know if it's also hurtful because, like, you get, like, you just get, like, lose all confidence you have coming into said game.
1: No, there there definitely is some pros and cons to it. Obviously, you get the cons of you're mostly going to get your butt kicked. But eventually, you got to work – you got to look long-term on these type things is, you know, we play these schools and we put up a good fight. Not necessarily we're going to win these games, but we put up a good fight. The other schools are gonna start thinking. Hmm. Let's uh. Let's give Nevada a shot. You know, it's a really good game. We're still gonna beat them, but you know, it'll actually be a good test for our players. And when we play these lower level schools, so you gotta. You just gotta take your lickings. You gotta. You gotta eat grass a little bit just in the beginning, right there. Obviously, like you mentioned, it is a confidence, it's a confidence destroyer early on in the season. Doing that, I. I, I agree with you. Maybe if we did it later on the season, uh, that definitely would help us confidence-wise. And honestly, personally, I think it would be better because there's so much hype around football, especially in the beginning of the season with all the freshmen coming in and everyone's coming back to campus and they're getting all excited. It, but it tends to drop off towards the end. You know, you get usually our non-conference in the beginning, and those are our big games. And then nobody really cares about the rest of the games except for the UNLV game, and that tends to be one of our last games. So that middle part of the season right there, right after the non-conference, it's conference games, and there's those are the ones that actually matter the most. But for the fans, they're, they could really not really care about it, honestly. So there needs to be a different uh, mindset and different scheduling system. I agree with you. If you, we did it later on, that would actually help us out a lot more.
2: If Reasonably thinking, if there was a Power 5 school that would come to Nevada, like that's a big-time program in the national media, who do, mm. you, think, who do you think it would be?
1: Uh, you know that that's difficult to say. Obviously, we're not we're not gonna get an Alabama. We're not. That's that's just generally not gonna happen. I think I could see us getting maybe a Michigan, maybe some come to Reno. Uh, possibly. I I I. You know, uh, anything could happen. Honestly, we know it all starts at the administration level with the athletic director and uh, the university as a whole. We have to build better relations with these bigger universities so we can get something like that. You know, it's it's just it's hard telling. You know who we'd get. I my mind just keeps going back to Michigan. I don't know why. It's just a gut feeling. Um, it, it could be uh, my family's from Michigan, so I you know I kind of got a soft spot for them. But you know. It's hard to say who we could get, kind of get, but for some reason that gut feeling is saying Michigan. I think, uh, I think Harbaugh, you know, be a little nice to us. You know, if you if you're listening, Harbaugh, which I doubt you are, you know, come play to Reno. You know, take the team to Tahoe. It's a good vacation.
2: See, for me, I think it would be Arizona State because Coach Norvell has ties to Arizona State. He was at mm-hmm. Arizona State before taking the job here. But I do think that it's also hard to schedule things like. When it's, like, we've already booked through 2020. Yeah. And it's we already have the next two seasons, the non-conference schedule, already booked. And it, so it's, like, and these big-time teams are already booking things through 2023. Mm-hmm. So it, it is hard, like, unlike basketball, where, like, where there's no set games. But let's take a look at the 2018 Nevada football schedule. Now, we know 2017 was not successful. How many games did you go to?
1: myself I only went to about uh two of the games I ended up going to the Idaho State game uh that was a tough loss and ended up going to the Hawaii game that was a really good win for us um but besides that like I said early on the season there's that big hype so I went as a freshman and you know towards the end I just I really didn't have the motivation to go you know
2: if you need a refresher the Nevada team went three and nine last year winning all three of its games at home and they started the season off 0 and 5. Hopefully this year it's something different. Looking at the schedule, their first game is at home against Portland State. What do you think?
1: Portland State at home, Labor Day weekends, you know, everyone's back in town. That stadium is going to be packed. Um I got I got us winning. I got us edging us edging them out. Um let's go with a ooh tough, tough, tough. Let's go with a 21-14 win us?
2: I'm going to say it's a win. I think it's 35-21. I think Nevada's offense is going to really show out. And I think it's not going to make the same mistake as it did last year with Port- with uh, Idaho State. It's not going to lose it. Because this is a game that Nevada should be heavily favorited in. It's, Portland State is not a big in a big-time conference. They're not a big-time school. So I think Nevada has to come out and show what they're really worth. La- mm-hmm. This happened last year with Idaho State. Like, oh, Nevada was supposed to kill Idaho State. And they, w- we lost. And so it was, hopefully, we start the season off right. And it doesn't take us five games to win one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say win 35 21. Next, we go to Vanderbilt in the city of Nashville. This is a big time pro, I want to say a big time program, but in a very big time conference. What are your thoughts?
1: um definitely a big time conference that's gonna be a test for us uh like you mentioned all three of our wins last year were at home so we kind of struggle a little bit on the road unfortunately i'm gonna have to say we're gonna end up losing this one um it'll definitely be a setback it'll be a uh kind of a gut check for us you know we win that first game we're all hyped up but that second game is gonna be the real test and you know that'll have us waking up so i got us losing that one though unfortunately
2: I I I have them losing. I agree with you, but I feel like this game might be a bit closer than people think. Last year Vanderbilt went five and seven, but they also play some. This Nevada will be their first test this next year Mm -hmm. because they play Middle Tennessee State or they play yeah Middle Tennessee State, and then they have Nevada. So I think Nevada could be that like rude awakening for them, but I just think Vanderbilt will be ready for uh, the high power Nevada offense. And I think I think it might be a shootout, but questions for Nevada's offense because like last year it was good, but then there was also times of inconsistency.
1: Mm-hmm. And that and that's the biggest thing is we got to be consistent across the board. Obviously, like you mentioned and I talked about, we won all three of those games at home. We're consistent at home, but you know as soon as we get on the road, we start you know losing it we start losing our confidence and you know we start forgetting what made us a good team in the first place at home so it's definitely that consistency issue that we were talking about
2: all right we head back to week three where they are at home taking on pac-12's very own oregon state what are your thoughts
1: oregon state at home it's gonna be a really good game to watch um honestly it's gonna be a good game to watch if i think you're an oregon state fan um, I think we're going to end up losing this one. It's going to be a tough loss at home. Um, we're going to be really packing that stadium, especially since it's still the beginning of that third game. But I still got us losing that game. Um, they're, it's not going to be a blowout, but they'll have a reasonable um, win advantage on us.
2: See, I don't know, because Oregon State last year went 1-11. They were bad. Mm-hmm. They lost to Colorado State 58-27, to and we lost to Colorado State by three points. So I do think that Nevada, with with the offense they have, they can score a lot of points because Colorado or Oregon State did allow a ton of offense last year. I'm gonna give that game to Nevada. I think Nevada can will be able to pull it off. Uh, I think it'll be a big game, especially with crowds. You get that you get that two and one start before like you have the fourth and final non conference game, and then you enter conference play. I feel like if if we start two and one, that will start drawing more and more fans to games, and it will be better atmosphere.
1: See, you know, you brought up you brought up a point there, uh, talking about how we played played a different team, um, and w- we beat them, and they got blown out by the same team. Um, I don't think that's a good show of the team and a good for me, honestly. When it comes to football, it all depends on the day you show up. You can have a really, really great, great Saturday one week against a really, really good team, but then you go the next week and you play a really, really crappy team and for some reason you just underestimate them, you're not performing well. It all depends the day you show up to the stadium. I mean, look, for example, in the 2017 schedule, I mean, we barely lost Idaho State, which we should have easily won, but come down to UNLV and we, you know, kick their, kick their butt. Obviously, it's a different atmosphere when we're playing UNLV, and that's that's the point I'm trying to make is when you show up to game day, it all – it. There's so many different factors, whether it's the crowd, the weather, um, how many players are injured that week, um, what practice was like that week, you know, things like that. It all depends the day of the game. So I think a judge of character on you playing the same team is not a good representation of it. But I I, I understand where you're coming from that we might end up uh, beating them. Obviously, they had a tough season last year. I think they're going to bounce back this year. Um, and we'll, we're just gonna have to see though i mean of course these all all are just predictions
2: and after oregon State i have them at two and one you have them at one and two they traveled to ohio to face Toledo a team we faced last year but is that but lost their starting quarterback to the draft Logan Woodside uh torch defense last year yeah and it will be interesting to see uh how nevada tra- how nevada travels because we have our early on in the schedule. Two our two road games are pretty far east,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that's something we never saw last year. Especially with travel, we uh, didn't go very far. As last year, the farthest what we the farthest east we went was Chicago. Well, this year we go to Nashville and then to Toledo. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that has anything to play into the fact of just Nevada's more rigorous travel?
1: Um, rigorous travel does have an effect. Obviously last year we struggled on the road, even though we stayed pretty close to uh, home on the West coast here. Um, I don't know if they get used to it and you know, the coach prepares these guys for the travel and the jet lag and preparing for them in a different time zone, different climate, uh, we'll be playing Ohio, and I believe that's in September October, right, that Ohio game?
2: Yeah, it is. The Toledo game, will it will be on September 22nd.
1: Okay, so September 22nd, it's just right in between there, the summer-fall season, so it's not going to be too cold for these guys. They're going to be shell-shocked. Um, so I definitely think... Um, with this game, I'm actually going to have us improving. Obviously, they lost their quarterback that really picked apart our defense and just scored a ton on us. I'm going to expect our offense, like you've been talking about this show, to kick up in high gear. Um, we'll take it really close, though. Uh, I don't have a score for you, but I feel like it's going to be within a field goal.
2: So you're saying game. they're winning?
1: I'm saying we're going to win this one. We're going to pull it out on the road, and it's going to be a great win for us on the road.
2: Unfortunately, I'm going to have to differ from you. I think that uh, from what we saw last year, I think Toledo is a much better team than we are, especially on defense. Yeah. And I think that their defense can – their defense has proven to stop our offense. And so I think that despite not having their starting quarterback, I feel like Toledo's offense can uh, do well. We've seen them produce a lot of NFL talent. Like Kareem Hunt was a Toledo – Mm-hmm. So I think that, and they always have good running. Uh, Love, uh they had good running backs. So I feel like I feel like uh, Toledo will be able to pick apart our pick apart this defense. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say they lose. Okay. Next game will be against Air Force in Colorado Springs.
1: Colorado Springs. So first conference game of the season, right there and then in in Colorado. Um, like I said, still not cold enough yet to really affect us. Um, it'll be. It'll, it'll be good going back-to-back back on the road. They'll get used to it in Ohio. I think they come back to Colorado. They kick the Air Force's butt. I think we got ourselves winning that game. Um, it definitely was a close game last year. You know, we only lost by a field goal. It was a really high-scoring game here in Reno. I'm going to say it's not going to be as high-scoring. I'm going to say and the scores are going to be in the 30s, not in the 40s like they were last year. But, um, but I got us winning that game.
2: Okay, I agree with you. I think Nevada can pull off a win against Air Force because I think this was the first time that Jay Norvell and this defense saw the triple option offense, mm-hmm. and it, their their mentality is to slow the game down, take time off the clock. While Nevada, it's the complete opposite. You're trying to put up points, so yeah. I think Nevada Nevada's defense is ready for it. Like, and this coaching staff is ready for it. So I think Nevada does will be able to pull off a victory. I think it's going to be a bit more high scoring like it was last year. Okay. But I think Nevada enters will start conference play with a 1 and 0 record. All right. And next we have a home game against Fresno State. Fresno State did win the Mountain West the West the West Division and they had a really good year and we got killed by them on the road. What do you think?
1: I'm going to I'm going to have to go with us at home. I'm going to go with uh Fresno State obviously they're pro- I think I think they're going to win this game obviously they're coming off um winning the Mountain West last year um completely demolished us last year at their home do I think it's going to be a 20 point differential probably not I'm going to go within probably a touchdown or a 10 point difference here but I still think they're going to easily handle us um there's not much you can really do we're not going to improve from one of the worst teams in the Mountain West to topping, you know, the best team last year. That's going to be a tall order to ask. Um, But I think we do put up a better fight than we did last year, uh, especially at home. This is going to be a make-or-break game for us, though, uh, especially with us winning Air Force. If we come back and um, we just get demolished like we did last year, if we put up a good fight, it'll be good for morale. Uh, the students and the residents here keep coming out to the games. If we get absolutely demolished, it's just gonna it's gonna kill our morale, honestly. So this is gonna be,
2: I'm not saying we're gonna,
1: they're not gonna say you have to win this game type thing, but you definitely have to put up a bigger fight than you did last year.
2: Yeah, I don't. Th- I think Fresno is gonna be a very tough game. I think Jeff Tedford has done a very good job at that program, and I think they'll just come into Reno. And I agree with everything you said. Uh, but Fresno State is gonna win. Moving on to week number seven, we host well as of now the twenty-second ranked Boise State Broncos. Now Boise State is coming to Reno for the first time since twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. so it they're making their. It's been it's been a while since they've been to Mackey. Uh, we did play them last year. It was close in the first half, and then they just blew us out. But I do think Nevada can beat Boise State. I think Nevada hung around with them in the first half, and then. Boise State's offense took over, but they've lost some weapons. They lost some weapons on defense. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Vander, whatever his name is, the first-round pick of the Cowboys, he's yep. gone. He was one of the star defense defensive players for the Broncos. And I do think Nevada, this will be week seven. I think Nevada, this will be the middle of October. So we're getting to that buzz of right before basketball season starts. And so I think we'll have a lot of support, especially come come that time of the year. Yeah. And I feel like j- just because it's a, it's already confirmed, it's a Saturday night game in Reno. Mm-hmm. I just feel like uh, the atmosphere is going to be intense. There's going to be a lot of people there, and I, I just feel like Nevada can harness this energy, this fan energy, and get the W.
1: And see, you brought up a good point. Is the fan energy? That's one of the key things, especially with us in every athletics we do, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, whatever we do. The athletics and the students that show up to these games do make a difference um I don't think we'll be able to take Boise State I think it'll be a good game I think they're still going to handle us probably by a 10 point plus margin it'll be nice to see them come back to Mackey. I believe if I'm correct the last time they played us was when we upset them at home or no no that, 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 was, that was that was in 10 that was, that in was Cap, 10 that was Kaepernick's, that was Kaepernick's okay I apologize for that but um, we get some magic like we did back in 2010, then we definitely can. Obviously, that was a different time. We did have Kaepernick. Uh, we did have all coaching us, the legendary all. It was a, definitely a different time. Um, I don't think we'll be enough to get them. I think we'll have a great energy. Like you said, it's a Saturday night in Reno. It'll be a little chilly up there. Everyone's going to be huddled up in their blankets. But I think they're still going to take us. Um, I don't know if they'll still be ranked at the time. We'll have to see by then. Um, obviously these things could change. They could have you know key injuries that you know hinder them completely as a team, and we might take them. But we'll have to see how the season goes,
2: though. So, following the Broncos, we travel to H- Hawaii to face the uh, the Warriors, and I I think this is an interesting game because Hawaii is always a very tough place to travel because you have that time time mm-hmm. difference and yeah. travel. But I do think Nevada will find a way to get a win. It, it will be close, like it was last year. But I think Nevada finds a way to get it done.
1: Yeah, no, no, I I agree completely. I think they'll find a way to get it done. It'll be at this point of the season where, uh, for me personally, I think they haven't gone with a win for a little bit, for a couple weeks. So it'll definitely be nice to see them go to Hawaii, um, and we'll all be watching it here on the Joe or, you know, on the TVs and the student apartments, wherever you're at. Um, It'll be a nice win for us. I think it'll probably be about the same margin as we did last year, about a 14-point win, somewhere around that range. Um, But I do think we take care of them. So I agree with you on that.
2: Following Hawaii, we have, uh, it hasn't been announced yet, but probably the homecoming game against San Diego State. I think Nevada loses this game. I think San Diego State is really good at football. Uh, We've seen them three years, three different running backs. All of them make it to the NFL. So I just think that San Diego State is just their offense and defense are just way levels above Nevada.
1: No, and I agree. And it's going to be a heartbreaker, especially if that is tentatively our homecoming game. Um, Everyone's going to be hyped up. Everyone's going to be really excited to come back, do the festivities that whole week and get ready for the game but I think we're going to end up losing that game, unfortunately. It's just like you said, their running game kills us every single year. Um, Obviously, these running backs that they had went to the draft and got drafted into the NFL, great running backs, but there is also something about their coaching staff and the way they coach these kids to run and their running program that does affect it. So I think I agree with you on that. We're going to end up losing that game. It's going to be a heartbreaker if that is our homecoming game, though.
2: Following San Diego State, we have the last home game of the season, which will be November 10th against Colorado State. Now, Colorado State was, was a close game last year in Fort Collins, but I do think Nevada will lose that game. I just think Colorado State is is not on the level of San Diego State, but they're up there on the upper echelons of the Mountain West, and I think that they're one of the best teams in the conference. So I, I do think Nevada will lose their last game at home.
1: Um. I gotta, I gotta disagree with you I, I don't know I feel like as if that's our last home game um it'll be definitely a good atmosphere everyone getting out there it's gonna be Veterans Day weekend everyone's gonna go to that game and start partying that weekend but I think we might take them obviously it was a close game in Colorado last year uh, only losing by a field goal there um uh, I think we do take them though it'll be a very close game I think we win by. Uh, either a field goal or one-point um, win right there. So it, it'll be interesting to see what's going on with that. Hopefully, I believe we do win that last home game before we go on the road.
2: All right, wrapping up real quick, uh, we're running out of time for this segment. We got last two games Sandy uh, at San Jose State and at UN, at Nevada Southern. I say they win those last two games to go six uh seven and five on the year what are your thoughts
1: i believe i believe that we do win san jose we took care of them a lot last year uh you know the i think we do take care of um we go in there we keep the cannon blue like we always do um and you know upset them and their crowd hopefully we'll have a lot of people um from vegas that are back on their thanksgiving holiday show up to that game and the blue in there um, but i do think we take care of them as well
2: so we both had we both had predictions of seven and five on the year which is a respectable respectable record mm-hmm. in comparison to last year hopefully they do make a bowl game which they should with a seven and five record yeah. but in to check out our graphic please go to our twitter at pac center we'll be right back with a special interview joined by a special guest today we have uh, Nevada soccer's midfielder Ellie small welcome to the studio
0: hi
2: so Nevada you guys are off to your best start since 2006 and 0 mm-hmm. what's the what's the different what's the energy like in in the clubhouse
0: oh it's awesome um we brought in 14 13 or 14 new freshmen we have bodies we're healthy um our leaders are phenomenal our coaches are pumped like everything is just going super well straight from the beginning and it's really exciting
2: now you you were here last year you suffered you suffered a foot in what was it like having to sit through and watch the struggle that last year's team went while also rehabbing
0: it was terrible last year was like I've, i've never had something like that happen before so it was a different experience for me. Um, it was hard because I felt helpless. I felt like I couldn't really do much. So physically on the field, so I had to kind of take a different role, which was a learning experience for me. But it also, I think, benefited me in the long run and the team in the long run too.
2: Now last year's team suffered a lot of injuries. Was there something like that? It was just like, was there something in the water like?
0: I don't know, we all joke that we were cursed. Somehow like the jerseys were cursed, like everything was cursed cuz just it was one thing after the other and it just didn't seem like it was going to stop anytime soon. So we just kept rolling with the punches and grinding through what we could, but yeah, it was it was pretty chaotic.
2: Could there be something to say about like strength and conditioning, like not being to the level it is now?
0: Um, no, I mean, we're doing a couple things differently than we did last year, but for the most part, it's been pretty consistent. I think, um, we came in more fit this year and that has to do with, um, people just understanding that you need to come in fit, like you got to do things on your own. And last year we lacked some of that, but, um, I think it was just a series of unfortunate events. A lot of it was concussions. And concussions don't really have to do with your, you know, if you're fit or not. They just are kind of like luck of the draw. But, yeah, I think I don't know. It was just crazy.
2: Now, as being being on the being on the team last year, and after you recovered from the injury, was it like was there a mindset within the returning players like after the season ends, let's get working for this coming season?
0: Definitely, there was just like a total flip of attitude, and we, you know, kind of weeded out some players that kind of pulling us down a little but I think all of us came together and was like we're gonna make this year better than what we had.
2: When did you fully recover from your injury?
0: Um, It was about winter time I got surgery in October and it took me about six weeks to even get out of a boot and walk correctly and then I just worked with Austin every day lifting running and then by the time spring started I didn't run the fitness test but The first day, they were like, just hold you out for a little bit. And then after that, I was pretty much running at
2: 100%. For those that don't know, what is the fitness test?
0: Okay, so we do what is called 120s. Uh, You have to run 120 yards full football field in 18 seconds. And then you have to jog back in 30 seconds, and then you have a 30-second rest, and you have to do that seven times in a row in order to pass.
2: That sounds awful. It's oh, it, Yeah,
1: it definitely sounds
2: awful. Wow.
0: It's It's crazy.
2: Now, did they ever make you, like, doing this at Mackey, like, you ever do this in the snow?
0: No. I mean, we've done some conditioning in the snow where Austin had to, like, shovel lines and that, so those were experiences that I'll always, like, remember, but, yeah.
2: All right, coming into this year, uh, with the school being switched from Nike to Adidas, what did you do with all your old Nike gear?
0: <laughs> um, well, I had to ask our, like, person, our equipment person, like, what to do with it because I knew I wasn't allowed to wear it. But I had, like, brand-new pair of Nike shoes that I never wore. I was like, I don't, I'm not going to just throw this away. So we all um, decided to put it into a box, and we're going to send it over across this, across the sea and give it to some of the people over there because you can't sell it or get it's kicked cha- off. Yes. <laughs> you
2: know. It's charitable work. Yeah. Now, do you like the Adidas gear more?
0: Um, Some of it, yeah. S- I mean, there's not, like, a total difference. The shorts are terrible. The shorts are, like, long, and, like, they suction cup to your legs. But other than that, it's, I mean, clothes are clothes. Same material, everything. It's okay.
2: I don't know. We just there's just we just interviewed different athletes and they got different like perspectives. Like they grew up like they're Nike people. Mm-hmm. And so like growing up were you would you wear Nike or Adidas? Yeah,
0: like I was mostly Nike but um, like club. But then my high school was Adidas and then my junior college was Adidas. So it wasn't like that big of a switch. But we have to wear like Adidas cleats and that's something that I'm new to. And so far, like the sizings are like crazy. I wear like a seven and I have to wear a five and a half in Adidas. So it makes it kind of difficult.
2: Yeah. And it seems like with like, unlike sports like basketball and football, like mm-hmm. it's, there's no like Under Armour, Jordan brand. No. It's always just Nike or Adidas. Yeah. Now, is that something that you think sh- other shoe brands are going to start getting into? Ra- like,
0: um, I don't know. It's hard to tell, but. I mean, I don't know. But but
2: if you had your choice, you'd choose Nike over Adidas cleats. Cleats, yes. Now you mentioned you mentioned it previously, just about junior college. What was that experience like? Because coming straight from high school, mm-hmm. I know it's every per, every athlete's dream yeah. to go to D one. Yeah. And your your path took a different mm-hmm. route.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was committed to a different school coming out of high school. I was committed to a Division two school. And it just like didn't feel right to me. And I was like, I don't know about this. So then I had a best friend who was playing up in Washington at Peninsula College. And she was like, come up here. You'll love it. You'll love the area. And so I kind of was like, all right, never went on a visit, never even saw the area. And I just kind of went on a whim. And that's where I ended up. And it was the most awesome experience I've ever went. And like the people were awesome the area was absolutely beautiful and we had a ferry ride a 20-minute ferry ride to Canada that we would go on just for fun some weekends and I was able to develop as a player and as a person and it was something that I I push other people to do I think junior colleges have this weird stigma like they're junior colleges they're not division one two or three schools but it was, we were good, and we won, an, we won a championship there, so it was a great experience.
2: Now coming out of Peninsula College, did you have a lot of offers?
0: Um, Actually, no. Um, I was thinking about studying abroad, actually, instead of playing soccer. And um, it was April, May-ish, kind of my last year at Peninsula. I threw in my deposit, for studying abroad I had a place to live I was like ready to go and EO calls me out of the blue and was like hey I ran into Canyon our coach at Peninsula and um he said that you're not going to play anymore and we had this long conversation and by the end of it she's like just come home like come play here and you get to play with your fa- like ne- like your family can come watch you play and I was like all right I'll do it so came so here.
2: so coming home was definitely a big selling point for you
0: yeah. hundred percent.
2: Did you miss Reno in the time away?
0: Yeah, I did. I'm I mean I mostly miss my family. I was I'm a homebody. I love my family. And they didn't get to really watch me play those two years up there. So coming back and like knowing the area it just it felt comfortable and yeah. Uh
2: now now when now with the Wolfpack, do your family travel with like like, did your family come to Davis this past weekend?
0: Yeah, actually, my dad uh, drove to Davis. My mom works on Sundays, so she couldn't come. But, yeah, they're coming to Wyoming when we play Wyoming because my dad played football at Wyoming. So he's like, yeah, I'll come watch you. I might be wearing Wyoming gear. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> but, yeah, they'll, they'll come watch once in a while if they can.
2: Growing up in Reno, did you support the team gr- as, a, as a kid just coming to games?
0: Yeah, um, I grew up watching, like, the UNR women's team play all the time, and my, one of my best friends, Morgan By, she played on the team, like, when I was still in high school, so I'd come watch her all the time, and yeah, i it was always, like, a dream to come here and play, so it worked out.
2: <laughs> was there, like, other schools, like, you would think about, like, besides Nevada, or just, was this, like, your, like...
0: Um... I wanted, there was a couple schools I was like thinking about going to, but I just, I don't know, just, I follow my gut a lot and what kind of like my body is feeling. I don't know. So nothing really like seemed r- like the right choice for me. And I was like, what is going on? And so then like, yeah, I went up to Peninsula. And then after that, I was like, maybe, I maybe I just need to go study abroad. And then I was going to actually play abroad at the university I was going to. The coach was like, yeah, come on the team. Like, so, I was going to go do that, but then Eo called me, and I was like, yeah, I feel like this is meant to be. Like, it just felt right.
2: Where were you planning on studying abroad?
0: Ireland. Cork, Ireland.
2: Now, Nevada, we mentioned the success of this year's team. Other than the obvious Peyton Lieb, uh, yeah. who's who's a freshman to that Wolfpack fans should know their name?
0: Oh, man. Everybody's, like, killing it out there. Um I would say Kat is one of them that's been, like, just a straight-up workhorse for us. Um, Carter, fast, so fast. She's, like, unbelievable. When she's on her game, she's on it. Um, Deja, coming out of the blue sometimes with headers at practice, I'm like, how the heck did you get there? Mm -hmm. Um, I can go on about almost – every player, honestly. They all have, like, a specific talent that they're just all different and they're all contributing to this team phenomenally.
2: Is it it different to be looking out and have a freshman goalie in in net rather than compared to last year where you had, like, veterans on the team?
0: Um, I don't know. Like, Kendall doesn't present herself really as, like, a freshman. She's very mature, very – demanding on the field she talks a lot she's very like I don't I don't know she's like a big person this big personality everything so I don't think we look at it in that way like there's some people that are a little more timid than others but yeah no
2: now you scored you scored a goal against UC Davis do you have a goal celebration
0: (laughs) no I don't actually I do but I am embarrassed to do it and I Right after the game, because me and my sister, are, like, are on the team together, and she's like, you didn't do it. I was looking at you because we do this thing where um, this a player from Juventus is one of the club teams. and uh, you,
2: Cristiano Ronaldo?
0: No, 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 no. Um, shoot, I can't even remember his name right now. Um, Dybala, no, something like that. He does this thing with his, like, eyes where he, like, puts his fingers to his face. Fi- I don't know how to explain it without even showing you guys. But um, Emily was looking at me, and she, she, I totally missed it. I was just so in the moment. I was like, I totally forgot.
2: <laughs> so is this something that you and your sister do?
0: Yeah, it was just because we, I, I don't know, we were just sitting at the table one day at home, and we were talking about it because we had just watched some show about him. and. Uh, the whole juventus team and she's like you should do it like we should do it and i was like okay but i didn't expect to score honestly <laughs> i was like i oh, in the right place in the right time and then i was just so excited and i was just ready to like for the next one i was like hey like let's go guys so i didn't have time to celebrate
2: do you consider yourself a student of the game like you get up like ridiculously early to watch like overseas so- overseas soccer
0: um, It depends on the games. Uh, sometimes I will. Like, World Cup games, like, I was waking up early to watch those. And depends on, like, the team. Um, but, yeah, like, I watch a lot of soccer. And I just – I like watching, like, one specific player who's playing in my position and kind of how they do it. And it helps me gives me, like, different ideas on how to play my position.
2: Is, who's your favorite club?
0: Uh, Madrid. Real Madrid and then Cristiano and all the left. So that kind of sucks. So
2: you know who uh, But
0: now I'm a ki- kind of a Juventus fan, but I don't want to jump on the band- bandwagon here. So I'm kind of going back and forth.
2: <laughs> Growing being in Reno right now. Do you like do you see the support from the soccer community that supports uh, the Re- 1868 comes to support the, the, your team?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um we our turnout on Friday for our first home game was unbelievable I had to text my dad after warm-up I'm like dad you better get here or else there's not going to be any seats open for you like it was crazy and um, the people that I knew that came to the game like we all have season tickets to Reno 1868 and then some of the players there I know personally and they like we're going to try to come to some of our games and so it's honestly a nice like Welcoming, like home community kind of atmosphere.
2: So, P- so members of the 1868 and coaches reach out to the team, talk to the team. Is is it common or no, not um,
0: really? kind of. So, like EO and the 1868 head coach um, know each other very well. So they like they get tickets. They can't give us tickets. Apparently, I don't know how that works. But, um, but I knew I know like my boyfriend has played with some of the players on that team. And one of the guy guys, well, he's got brought up to um, earthquakes, but he is a Reno native, and played on my club team, um, so it's kind of cool, like seeing going to the games, and like oh, I know them, like kind of thing.
2: Now, let's 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 get away from soccer. Let's get to know the player. <laughs> oh, wait. <boy>. Uh, <laughs> now you said your dad played football at Wyoming. Did he? Was there any influence for you to go to Wyoming?
0: No. I mean, probably, like, one or two times he'd be like, why don't you go, like, look at Wyoming? But there wasn't. Like, he just wanted me to, like, go anywhere I was happy. And he kept wanting me to play, obviously. But he, you know, he wasn't, like, pushing me to go one way or the other, which was nice.
2: (laughs) Now, you said you have a a sister on the team. Is she older or younger?
0: She's a year younger than I am. And she went to Peninsula with me and then came here, too.
2: Yeah. Now, that must be special, playing playing, playing with your sibling.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm kind of used to it. We, we're so similar in age that usually Emily would just play up and play with my team. So, everyone's like, oh, how is it playing with your sister? And I'm like, uh, it's the same. Like, I'm used to it, like, being with each other. She's practically my twin, so.
2: Are, are there any other sports outside of soccer you play?
0: <laughs> no. No. not really (laughs) i never really have time but
2: any other any other sports you watch
0: um football who's your team it's the new orleans saints
2: may i ask how and why
0: uh my dad was born and raised halfway raised in new orleans he left there when he was younger but my whole f- like I have family in New Orleans, and like everyone's diehard New Orleans fans.
2: So that NFC playoff game against the Vikings where the safety misses the tackle and Stefan Diggs must – does that still sting?
0: Yes. Still stings, <laughs> and I still remember my dad's face, and he literally just walked out of the room. <laughs> Crazy.
2: Any predictions on how the Saints are going to do this year?
0: I don't know. I didn't even get to watch their game the other day. They're like beginning season,
2: but to be fair, it is preseason football.
0: Yeah, so anything can happen, I guess.
2: (laughs) Now, are you hoping to pursue soccer outside, out of when you're graduated from college, or is it? Do you think it's gonna stop once like once you're done at Nevada?
0: I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I mean, it's not my ultimate dream to like go play professionally or anything like that. Um, I kind of wanna do PA school, and I just have kind of other interests right now. But, I mean, if the opportunity presents itself, there's no way I'm going to turn it down.
2: <laughs> Would you want to go into coaching?
0: Um. Yeah, I've thought about it. Yeah, coaching is definitely something I could do.
2: Because I remember a couple years ago we had Kelsey on the show, and, like, we were just talking. Mm-hmm. She's, like, still with the team. She still helps out with the team.
0: Yeah, once in a while. She was a- with us a lot in the spring, too, to help with numbers, and she's awesome.
2: Now, if – There's something you would want to tell Wolfpack fans who who are skeptical about coming out to games. Like, what is your message to the the fans?
0: My message is don't think that we were like the team last year because it is a complete flip of what we are last year. And you won't be disappointed. I mean, I've talked to a couple people that are just like, hey, I'm going to come to your game. Like, better not disappoint me. And then they come out and they're like, oh, my God, you guys are, like, phenomenal. You have such great talent and – nothing but compliments
2: well thank i think you have any questions kevin
1: uh no uh actually one um so i know you were talking about uh your last game uh great crowd right Mm -hmm. you had unbelievable numbers are you guys talking about a way to get um i know the incoming fresh and a lot of them just moved in this Mm -hmm. past uh saturday and a lot of them the rest of them moving on thursday do you guys have any like if you know any like marketing techniques, or are you guys gonna get out the word? Because I, kn- yeah. I know I know I was a freshman last year, and honestly, I went for the first month. No offense, I, I <laughs> didn't even know we had a women's soccer team. Yeah. It's just um, one night I was driving past Mac, and I'm like, "What's going on?" Someone told mm-hmm. me you guys were playing. I was like, "I didn't even know." Like, no offense. Yeah, no, it's no, just, no, no. I get it. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, our marketing team for one has been blowing up everything lately Mm -hmm. and so that i think is way better than what we had last year and um i think we're doing if i'm i'm right i think i am um my coach was talking about some of the home games are going to be like themed Mm -hmm. so or it'll be like um like a free hot dog or it's like one of them was like i forgot something they're like themed nights so um, I think that it was and it was different from last year like you, the first couple whatever people get free t-shirt or just like something to like motivate people to come
2: mm-hmm. and
0: um, I think getting the word out there I agree was kind of it wasn't that great last year so I think this year is going to be a lot better with getting the word out because I completely agree I had even I had no idea. Sometimes I was like, "Oh, we have a game like next week." Cause I was hurt, so I'm like just kind of in la la land. Like uh-huh. I don't know, but yeah.
1: No, yeah. Hopefully, I hope you guys get the word out. Um, definitely, we guys on a start like you guys are. I think mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these um, freshmen need to get involved. Obviously that fall season we have football if they're struggling that's you guys are definitely <laughs> a different outlet to go to yep. so yeah hopefully they come out to the games all definitely will be now so
2: yeah, yeah their uh, women's soccer's next home game is do you even know when it is
0: um september
2: 37 13th 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 do you know, do you know <laughs> No. Why?
0: Th- yes. Yeah. Yes. All <laughs> right. <there> we well,
2: <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you. We are back and we are here to talk about Nevada women's soccer. As stated earlier, they are 2-0 and on the season when they beat, last Friday they beat University of Idaho, and this past Sunday, they beat UC Davis. Now, this is this is Nevada's. This is their team, the women's soccer team's best start since 2006. Do you think that's shocking or surprising?
1: Um, I mean, it is a little bit surprising, especially when we talk about last season. Last season, they struggled uh, quite mightily. Um, I believe they went one in seventeen. Correct. Um, so it's it's definitely a it's it's kind of surprising. Although, if you think about it, it's kind of it's it's nice to see after they struggled last year with so many injuries, and had to deal with issues like that, a lot of concussions. Obviously, that's something you can't really um, work against. It's just going to happen. So it's it's kind of nice to see them bounce back a little bit. You know, they had to take their lickings last. You know, last year, and you know, um, you know, go go from going from. Uh, you know doing poorly last year and going up now so it's definitely kind of a not a i don't want to necessarily say a cinderella story but it's a really nice you know cinematic story of them you know struggling and then now being able to succeed
2: so their first game as mentioned was an was a game against idaho uh where they won one to nothing freshman Peyton and scored the game winning the only goal of the game game winner uh and then on sunday they beat uc davis two two to one uh Ellie Small, who is on the program later in the show, uh, got the first goal and then Peyton Lieb scored a yet another game winner. Do you think that there's a thing co- as the clutch Gene?
1: Um I definitely think there's a thing called the clutch Gene. you know you see it in different sports, whether you know it's Joe Montana um, with football and Tom Brady, or you know you go to basketball and you see Michael Jordan, Kobe and LeBron. It's just you, there definitely is that clutch gene. Uh, I do want to point out that Peyton girl, she is kicking butt this season so far. Obviously, with those two goals, it's just incredible. It's nice to you know see her succeeding like that. It's uh, it's really good to see. Hopefully, I believe it will continue. But I I do definitely believe there is that clutch gene. You know, you see it throughout sports. You see it throughout so many different things. I don't know. I think Peyton's got a gene or
2: two in there of that. So she two two games two game winners. Let's see if this trend continues. But Payton was named the Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week, which I think is very impressive, especially seeing she's a freshman. These are her first two collegiate games.
1: Yeah, it's that's unbelievable, honestly. And I am shell-shocked and amazed. Usually, you know, you come to the university and you're playing collegiate, and it takes you a little bit to get your footing. But uh, this, this girl is just straight off right to the races, hit the ground on it. Um, and to be named Offensive Player of the Week – um, in your first two games of the season is just unbelievable. Um, I think it'll continue. I don't think this is something of you know a beginner's type luck. Um, hopefully, I th- hopefully I'm thinking it's gonna last, but we'll have to see
2: how the rest of the season turns out. And from the looks of it, Payton seems to be a great find for Nevada in recruiting. But looking ahead this week, uh, they face on Friday. They travel to Ogden, Utah to face Weber State. Now, Weber State enters play with an 0-1 record when they lost to Utah. Uh, and then they, Sunday, they travel to Southern Utah where they face the, – where Southern Utah enters 0-2, losing to Central Michigan and Michigan State. Do you think Nevada continues their success this coming weekend on the road?
1: Um, that And that's the big question is on the road um if you didn't if you didn't get a chance their last game here at home was unbelievable one of the biggest crowds i've seen for women's soccer um and that definitely had an impact of it the road it's definitely a different uh, deal whether whatever sport you play it's definitely a different a way to play the game as if you're on the road i think they do pull it out i think it's gonna be one of those close two one or you know 1-0 type games. It's gonna be very close. Um, we'll have to see. I'm hoping that they do continue the success
2: because you did mention the game at home uh, against Idaho. But the but the thing is, they've they have now five straight, or it's gonna be a six game road trip, including including that game at Davis. So, do you think that takes a wear and tear, like mentally?
1: Oh, definitely, it's going to take some wear and tear. Do I think they're going to get it out of there completely unscathed without a loss? No, I think they're going to have, they're going to have probably a loss or two in there somewhere. I think they do come out of this trip um, uh, more wins than losses. Um, it's definitely going to be a test for them, especially with them having this great start. Uh, this will really prove whether you know this is actually a real thing or just you know a good start
2: to the season. Now, what do you think? What do you think is one way that soccer can do? Because you mentioned the great atmosphere week one. That wasn't at Mackey Stadium. That was at Moana Sports Park. But what do you think the team, the marketing department, the athletic department has to do to get more people out in supporting the team?
1: Well, you know, they have to kind of build off this uh, wave that we got right now going on with soccer. Uh, The 1868 is killing it right now over at the Aces ballpark over there. So they're killing it right now. they got to ride that wave. If they could do a partnership uh, with them where they either have, you know, um, really good relations with the team and have them come out to our games up here or, you know, vice versa and build that great relationship, it'll definitely be a good partnership because, you know, the crowds over there aren't massive but they do get a pretty good following um soccer seems to be having a little bit of a revival i think nationally right now um so they got to ride that wave i think one of the biggest things is they have to market to the incoming freshmen as a freshman last year honestly i didn't even know we had a women's soccer team until about two months into the season so uh they definitely have to market it a little bit differently um, maybe do some promotional nights, uh, maybe some uh, giveaways, something like that. You know, get the crowds out there.
2: Because looking at it, the two biggest sports in Reno are Nevada basketball and Reno 68 soccer. Those are the two biggest fan bases. And now if, if women's soccer can r- tap into something of the 1868, like because I know they have the, their, the Battle Born Brigade, which is loud. They march through the streets. They play instruments. Now, if if they could tap into some something like that and get their own formation of the, of the Battle Born Brigade, I think it would be something fun, and it would be something different that we haven't really seen at anything on campus.
1: Yeah, they definitely need something, um, um, definitely that hook to get people in. Obviously, you know, you got the Battle Born Brigade. Uh, parade. Um, and then, you know, Nevada basketball, they've got must Bus. We've got, you know, us going to the Sweet 16. They've got, you know that X factor that gets people into the stadium and into those seats. I think if they were to do something like the 1868, whether they had their own parade going down, you know, have those drums. I know those drums is a big thing in soccer. You get loud and proud with those drums and those bullhorns. So you definitely have to get something to get into it's 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 a business it really is you know one part is winning those games but another part is actually creating uh something to get those people in those seats so i think if they create something like they do over with the
2: 1868 it'll definitely look up because i feel like definitely in sports you feel the atmosphere you feel the crowd and that's something that's definitely important especially you, you see in soccer you see the instruments you see the cheering the yelling and i i I guarantee that the players hear that, and, like, they're more they're motivated to play more, play better. But one thing I don't get is why, why more students don't show up. Tickets are free. It, mm-hmm. And especially if you're a freshman on campus, it's just a short walk up to Mackey Stadium.
1: And, I, again, I think it just has to do with that marketing. If they market in those residence halls and get those freshmen out there, if, you know, the women's soccer team, if they somehow work it where they can get um, – be able to help in with move in and, you know, show up to the residence hall and give out free gear to these kids. It'll definitely incite them more to come out. Like I said, I, as a freshman last year, I didn't even know about it. The only thing I knew about was football and basketball. There was a bunch of sports I didn't even know about. And unfortunately, but at least I have, you know, I learned from that. And this year is going to be completely different. I'm going to go to as many as I can, but they need to, Get these um, freshmen early, whether it's during orientation or during um, um, when they come up for tours, and especially the move-in. That's the crucial time to get them.
2: I think that I think the issue was that, be, but before this year, the only like app that you were able to check scores is it, still ESPN. It's still ESPN's the number one number one app to check sports. Yeah. but it was only football and college football and college basketball. But I, Nevada Athletics unveiled a new app where it's like Wolfpack Central theme, like you give scores. But one thing I noticed with that is it doesn't give you, it doesn't alert you like on game day. Now, I haven't played around with the app to see if there's settings or not, but like I feel like if like, let's say they're playing at 6.30 at night, you get a morning, you get a notification at, at like 10 in the morning, like, oh, women's soccer is, is playing at 6.30 today. Like, and then you, give like, you get, like, maybe an hour before, like, you get, like, an alert. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would help draw out more attendance.
1: No, that definitely would help out. And I, I keep going back to the residence halls. Um, as a freshman, I just that's the experience I have. You know, they'd always put out little signs, um, especially for the football games. They'd say, oh, football game today, whatever. And they never did it for any of the other sports. And I think that's something the residence halls um, need to look into is getting, you know, their um, – their students that are living there more involved when it comes to the athletics besides football. Um, I mean, l- look at these girls; these girls are off to the best start in more than ten years. And unfortunately, football is struggling right now. But football still gets better crowds than they uh, than the soccer does. Unfortunately, so they need to market it better. Whether it's um, putting up signs, making posters, um, putting up it around uh, the Joe or the KC. Or even um, the fitness center. I know the fitness center, they do uh, tailgates for the football games all the time. If they were to do something, a partnership with the athletics and um, do small little tailgates for – the soccer games, or the volleyball games, or any other of the athletics besides football and basketball, it'll definitely get them involved. You know, you need to start aiming towards some of these smaller sports who are succeeding extremely well, but just not getting the crowds and the recognition as they should be.
2: Speaking of one of the sports you just mentioned, volleyball. Volleyball definitely has a problem. It doesn't. I wouldn't say a problem, but I, but they have an issue drawing fans. Now I think volleyball draws more people than soccer because one it, it is indoors. Yeah. Uh, but how do you think th- their season starts Friday? How do you think they're going to do this year?
1: Um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how they come out and how they play. Obviously, they do get a little bit bigger crowds than women's soccer. I'm hoping this year they get bigger crowds than they did last year. And just on it, I always hope all these sports get bigger crowds because you know I go down there and if there's not enough people there, it's kind of you know kind of boring. Because half half the half the um, excitement is going down there and hanging out with your friends and getting really into it and getting the energy. Um, but I think that's one of the big things is people uh, don't realize volleyball is one of the most fun sports to watch. Just watching it go back and forth and watching these girls lay out on the floor and on the court right there, lay out on their line and you know scrape up their leg and go all out and getting those spikes and those dies right at them. It's, it's honestly a really fun sport to watch. I remember last year was a lot of fun watching them. When I was back in high school, I always watched the volleyball team and actually played a little bit around with them sometimes when I was not playing basketball. And it, It's one of the most exciting sports to watch. It really is. Um, and i I feel like more most people don't even know that they just think volleyball I'm just watching the ball back and go back and forth, but you don't realize the amount of energy and the amount of cheers that get going on into it. You know you get that cheer going on with your crowd cheering on uh the university compared to the other university that doesn't have as big a crowd
2: now last year, Nevada's volleyball team went ten and twenty mm-hmm. so that's that's not good yeah no uh, and I think one of the problems is is that they. To be suc- to have a good fan base, you need to win at home. Yeah. And last year, Nevada only went five and eight at home. Yeah. So I do think that there's that issue. Like, you're not gonna win games. Like, you're not gonna have fan interaction. Like, when when you're not winning at home, we saw that with football. Like, last year with football, the Governor Series game is always a sellout. Last year, Nevada wasn't very good, but and there was barely any people left. Granted, that's Thanksgiving weekend, Mm -hmm. and kids go home. But it's still a a matter of fact, if your team's good, you have kids stay in town for that weekend so they can see the game.
1: Oh, yeah, because that's one of the – I remember for me, I ended up uh, having to go home, and one of the things I always talked to my friends was, you know, are we staying for this game? Are we staying for the UNLV game? And, you know, one of the things we talked about was, you know, if if they were better – if, you know, we were actually eventually going to go to a bowl or something like that or we were more involved, we'd definitely go, you know, and stick out that one more extra day or come back a day early. But it's 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 definitely hard. you got to win at home. That's one of the big things. Um, that's that's honestly one of the big successes of the basketball program is they won at home all the time. They, defending Lawler was one of the biggest selling points of going to that game is – as a student, especially as a freshman, you go to that game and you make sure that we make sh- we make sure that that team our team wins. We defend Lawler. That's one of the biggest slogans when we when it comes to basketball. And some of these other sports need to start developing this, and especially with volleyball if they're going. Oh my gosh! If they're going a record like that at home, it's that's just kind of ridiculous. You're supposed to be winning at home. I mean, I understand if it's on the road, it's a different atmosphere. But at home, we need to start a defend defending that court. We need to start actually winning these games. And you know, it comes to it comes to two points. One, it's winning that game, and actually, two, it's getting those people out there in those stands.
2: I also think that there's something special about the Virginia Street Gym. It's, like, it's, it's different. It's, like, got this old mystique to it, like... Yeah, it's a different atmosphere. Yeah, it really is. And that's, like, a closed atmosphere that, like, where you, you literally are, like, on top of the court. Like, and so I feel like if there were a lot of people there, you could make a lot of noise and really cause some, some damage. Oh, yeah. But with that being said, any final words for the start of the 2018-2019 Nevada season?
1: Basically, I'm more I'm so excited to see my second year of Nevada Athletics. Uh, hopefully this football team we can get off to a better start. Um, hopefully, the soccer team keeps up what they're doing and um, I am just more than excited for this basketball season. It's gonna be a great year for Nevada Athletics. All you freshmen that just moved on campus. Um, you're about to witness some special things this upcoming year, so be lucky you actually came this year. Besides this, thank you for having me on the show. I always appreciate it, Garrett.
2: Yeah, no problem. Make sure to subscribe, like, share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever may you wherever you may be listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at PacCenterNV, Instagram, at PacCenterNevada, for all your latest news regarding the Wolfpack. We will see you next week. Thank you.